This is episode number 111 of the Social Hub podcast, which means you will find all the relevant links and show notes for today's episode over at all the W's, the socialhubau.com forward slash 111. Hey there, I'm Stacey Marie, your host of this podcast and a business coach helping women in business stand out of the crowd online through social media, online courses, digital products, and podcasting. On this pod, we will chat about business, marketing, mindset, money, and all that's in between so that you can grow your business your way because you are magic and everything you need is right inside you. I acknowledge the Nandawal and Minyungbuk people of the Bunjalung Nation on which land this podcast is produced. I thank them for the custodial role they undertake now in times past and for our future. And I extend my respect to all the people on the lands with which you are listening from also. Hey friends, how are you? If you are listening to this in real time, then it is school holidays in Australia or for a lot of us in Australia anyway. So if you are a mama doing the juggle with business and kids at home, I see you, I feel you and I love you. The juggle is real and we need to acknowledge it ladies for the work that we are doing. This is God's work. You are doing an incredible job, even if some days you might not feel like it. Now, if we haven't met before, I am Stacey, the host of this podcast and a business coach helping women in business scale their business online through social media courses, digital products, and podcasting, basically all the online things, because there's so much opportunity to build a leveraged business online. I will not buy into the passive income laptop lifestyle bullshit, as there is always work to do no matter what business model you have. But geez, the online world can be so leveraged and create opportunities for a more flexible lifestyle and scalable income. And that's what I'm so passionate about when it comes to online offers and building a building a business that has courses and digital products and ways for you to leverage your income online because it is a scalable income model and it is um, a it is a model that can create more flexibility in your lifestyle you'll never ever be able to sit by a pool with a laptop on your lap and not do any work unless of course you're going to absolutely outsource every single thing in your business and just oversee things You know, that isn't the vision I'm trying to, I guess, create for you here. The vision I'm trying to create for you is that you don't have to do the the one-to-one grind forever. If you love it and you keep want to keep doing one-on-one all the time, go for it. But for a lot of people, they're looking for a business model that's going to allow them a little bit more flexibility and scalability to, to increase and diversify your income. So for those of you out there that are looking to do this, then one of the great ways that you can is to have an online course. So for those of you out there that have an online course or are thinking about starting an online course, membership or group program, then you will no doubt also be considering what should you use as a lead magnet for that offer. Now, for those of you that don't know what I mean by a lead magnet, uh, real quick, I'm just going to explain it real quick to you. It's where you have a free product or event that people can download or attend where they can experience you and some of what you teach in your course. Um, And also to, it would show them the transformation that you offer through your course membership or group coaching program. 
It's also a place where you can sell your course to a captive audience. And as such, a lead magnet for your course is a very targeted thing, which is very different to the lead magnet or downloadable or the thing it is that you'd be using to grow your email list. A lead magnet that specifically drives people to an offer, which is an online course, a membership or a group coaching program. It's a very targeted type of lead generation. Now, Something that you need to make sure that you do when you're determining the, the format um, and the content and the, and the topic for your lead magnet is these two things. Number one, it needs to be relevant to your audience and it really needs to hone in on something that's really challenging for them or a transformation that they're looking to achieve. So something that makes it a no-brainer for them to sign up. So an example of that would be, um, I have a free online training called Turn Your Posts Into Profit. And this is a one-hour webinar-style training where I go through my post-to-profit, five-step post-to-profit system to turn your social media posts into profit. Now, the reason that I created that as a lead generator for my Shine social media program is because most of my audience are looking to actually create revenue. They're looking to drive sales. They're looking to drive leads. They're looking to actually grow an income from their business using social media. For a lot of my audience, social media is the core way that they market their business. So they want to make sure that they're using their social media to its advantage, that they're creating good strategies and that they're doing all the right things to make sure that the time that they spend on social media translates into profit in their business. It's just not posting for posting's sake, right? So turn your post into profit is, you know, it's an example. It's just an example, but it is an example of a topic that speaks to the challenge that my audience is having and also the transformation that they're looking to achieve. So it's a no brainer for them right, to be able to sign up. And if you want to go and have a look at that video training, I'll put a link to it in the show notes page for today's episode. It's an evergreen training. You can just um, download it for free, go and listen to it and consume. The other thing you want to consider when you're looking at the topic and the content for your lead magnet is this, and that is that it is relevant to the course membership or group program that you're selling in that opt-in. So for example, I wouldn't run a webinar about social media. So I wouldn't run the turn your post into profit training to sell a group program about how to create an online course because the topics don't match. Like people are going to sign up to it that want to learn about social media. They're not interested or a lot of them aren't going to be interested or they're not even, they're not there to learn how to create an online course. So it's not really congruent for me to sell a group coaching program that would do that thing. I would, what I do at the end of that is I offer them to join my shine social media program. So the topic and content of the lead magnet reflects the thing that you're selling at the end. So it's a very quick one minute rundown on the foundations and a couple of top tips of your launch event or product that you're going to choose. Which then brings us to what we're mostly here to talk about on this episode today. And that's what lead magnet should you choose? And so we're really talking about format here. So what type of lead magnet would you create and invest your time in if you wanted to sell your course membership or group program? And we're going to talk about the three most popular types that most people would use. And they're also the most common types that people would use as well. Now, 
I will put a little caveat here and I'll talk about this again towards the end of the episode. There is like, you know, you absolutely have license to be creative here. There is exceptions to the rule. Like these three types of lead magnets are not the only types that you can create. And the way that I discuss them and talk about them, it's foundational stuff. So for people that are just getting started or need to go back to basics, that you're going to be able to go back to basics and look at the system that works, right? Once you've mastered the system that works, you can go on and be as creative as you want. If you want to start being creative, that's fine too. But these are the most common types of lead magnets that people would use. And this is the best way to kind of position them to sell your end goal product, which is your course membership or group coaching program, right? Now, those three types of lead magnets are an ebook, a webinar, or a challenge. So I'm going to go through each in a little bit of detail. But first, I want to really drill down on and one thing, and this is by far the most crucial part of the process when deciding what format you want to use and choose for your lead magnet. And it's this, the investment in your lead magnet needs to be relative to the investment of your offer. So for example, if you wanted to sell a $5,000 group mastermind, you would really need to invest more of yourself into that lead generator. So that the person who's coming to consume that lead gen is really get a feel for what it's like to work with you and also to make that transition from free experience to paid client feels like a seamless logical next step for them. So in this example, if you were selling a high ticket offer group mastermind, you wouldn't use an ebook to sell such a premium coaching package or program. You would use something that was more high touch in terms of their access to you so that the investment for you And also for them in the launch event is relative to the investment in your offer. So for a high ticket offer, you'd probably choose a challenge style launch event, for example, that's private where they can access you directly and experience you on a really deep level, similar to how they would experience you in your mastermind. Conversely, you wouldn't do a five-day challenge with all the bells and whistles to sell a $99 course as the juice wouldn't be worth the squeeze on your end for the investment you would make. All the effort that you'd put into a five-day challenge with all the bells and whistles and Q&As and extra downloadables and free resources and prompts and all that sort of thing, you may find the audience has got more than what they needed from your challenge and therefore a $99 online course just wouldn't really be enough of a transformation for them after getting all of that for free, right? So does that kind of make sense that you, I I hope I conveyed that as, as well as I possibly could, that It's about making sure that the investment that you make into it and also the investment that your audience has to make to consume and complete that type of lead magnet or that type of event or that type of content, that it's relative to the offer that you're going to be putting out to them at the end. All right. So how do you choose which one is right for you? Let's dive in. Now, remember, like I said, there's always exceptions to the rule, but these are the general rule of thumb for how these strategies work, right? So first of all, let's look at an ebook. An ebook in terms of format and consumption, it's an easy investment for your audience. They just hand over an email and off they go. There's the ebook delivered to their email. And, you know, it's it's very easy to opt into. So there's a lot of simplicity that goes with using an ebook for a lead magnet. But there's no investment in personal time with the client from you, 
right? Yes, you might put a little video in your in your email sequence or something, and so they might be able to hear you speak or something like that. But there's no investment in personal time, so they don't get direct access to you. It's a digital product, effectively. It's just for free, much like a downloadable PDF that you would give to grow your email list. But obviously, it's targeted to the thing it is that you want to sell, and it's going to be giving away a little bit more than a you know a general email growth lead magnet. Ebooks will also be what is called an evergreen product in that it's not something you run live like a webinar or a challenge. It's something that doesn't have as much urgency factor as it can be consumed whenever they want. Once they download it, they can read it today, tomorrow, next week, next year even, as opposed to a webinar that's on a specific time, on a specific day, if they want to get you live. Obviously, you can send replays for webinars, but if they want to access you live, they've got to show up. So for that reason, I recommend that if you're using an ebook to sell something, that it would usually be something that's a little bit of a lower end price point and or self-paced. So you'd be looking to use this for a self-paced online course, for example, that's also evergreen like the PDF. The reason this works best for evergreen options is that you can set up your email funnel, promote it whenever you need to that's relevant in your promotional rhythm and or scale it with some paid ads. But because it's a reasonably low energy investment for both you and your audience, it makes sense that you sell something that wouldn't be as high end or high investment in terms of you know access to you, right? So the investment reflects the offer at the end. Now, the second one we'd look at would be a webinar. Now, a webinar is a free online training that would normally go for about an hour. You can host them via Zoom or another webinar software, or they can also be run in a closed Facebook group. Like, There's plenty of options about how to run a webinar, but they require more of an investment from you and definitely from your audience. You have to show up to deliver the webinar live. They have to show up to access you live. They have to invest an hour of their time to listen to the replay And you have to manage a group of people online. So if you're running a webinar online, you have to be able to manage those people online. People will be asking you questions. You have to be able to manage that as well. You may stay for Q&A at the end. And you also have the opportunity on the live call to sell your offer. So it's a much bigger investment for you and for them. You're not relying on an email sequence or the last page of your ebook to sell the thing that it is that you want these people to ultimately buy. You are doing it. You're standing there presenting and speaking the words and (laughs) delivering that content yourself. But still, it's not incredibly intensive as a challenge, for example, because it's only an hour. So for this reason, a webinar is great to use if you're selling a self-paced online course, a membership or a group program. So you can use it for any of them or all of them. But usually I don't use them to sell something that's high-end, like a high-end mastermind, right? I would still use a webinar for something that's kind of that middle of the range, right? Now, webinars 100% can be evergreen. Um, What I've spoken about here is is like a live run webinar. You can absolutely make them evergreen. Um, Just be mindful that if you are selling something at the end of your webinar, that it also needs to be evergreen if they're going to be able to download it and access it off, off your website. But if you're looking to do an evergreen webinar, then another thing I'll just let you in on is that evergreen content does convert at a lower rate than live run content. So you'd want to factor that in. Live content where they have live access to you always performs better. 
Now, the third type of lead magnet you would be able to do is a challenge. So a challenge is something that you would run for a series of days. And the most common format is like consecutive days, say like a three-day challenge or a five-day challenge. There are variations to this model, and I'm not going to really expand on that because challenges can really be very customizable to what you want. I've seen people do 30-day challenges or 60-day challenges and that sort of thing. But, you know, in the service-based industry, and particularly if you're a service-based business or a course creator or a coach, three or five days is kind of that standard and definitely where most people get started with challenges. Now, a challenge is different to a webinar in that it goes for longer. It has more content and it requires more of an investment from you. So people have invested in you for a few days, not just for one hour. Um, so it requires more from you and it requires more from your audience. The thing with challenges is that there's more opportunity for you to serve. So because you've got their attention for a longer period of time, you have more of an opportunity to serve them, which makes the challenges a really good place to sell something that's a little bit more premium. So let me give you an example. So Get Amplified is a three-day challenge that I ran last week live. And what it is, is it was a three-day challenge that was designed for people who wanted to scale their businesses past one-to-one and have leveraged offers through courses, digital products, and podcasting. So it was a three-day challenge that I ran in a private Instagram account. And what they got with that three-day challenge was each day was a video training and workbook. So day one was courses, memberships, and group programs. Number Day two was digital products, and day three was podcasting. Now, these were all pre-recorded as I had actually run this challenge before. So I had them pre-recorded and already made, but you could absolutely run them live if you wanted to. It's totally your choice for how you do that. But I had them pre-recorded in this instance. Um, so they would get posted every day. The video training, there was like a, a link tree with links to the workbooks and everything so people could download it really easily. Um, and that got posted every day in the morning. Then during the day at a designated time, I did a live Q&A each day on the private Instagram account. So anyone who was following it would just access the live on Instagram. And I was there and available for people to ask me questions live, or I did have like a post prompt that went out that they could ask questions under that post and I would answer it live on the Q&A. So there was, they had the pre-recorded videos, but they also had an opportunity to access me live as well. And then because I ran it through a private Instagram account, which was super customizable and great for my audience, because a lot of them are on Instagram, I was able to do some post prompts and, you know, really get people thinking about their strategy through these post prompts. I was able to do some stories and really keep people engaged, giving some tips and extra support along the way. And I also utilized the DM chat option with everyone that was in that Instagram group, added them into a chat, which was really good for comms and reminders. So as we know, people sometimes don't always open their email inboxes or see things with the algorithm, but by me being able to send a quick DM and go, um, going live in 30 minutes, guys, or the video for today's dropped guys, you know, it really kept that live conversation with these people going between me and them. Um, and also was really great for comms. So it just gave that little extra added oomph to, so people knew when things were happening. Now, obviously, this is pretty high touch in the free space. It's definitely very condensed being only that it was three days, but it's a high touch free 
three-day challenge or, you know, three-day training series or whatever it is that you want to call it. It's definitely something that with that sort of access to me in the free space is something that I would obviously use to sell something that's going to be a little bit more premium. So at the end of it, I offered, there was an offer for those people to join my group coaching program specifically for service-based businesses that want to scale their business online or work with me one-on-one to do this. So my two most premium offers. The reason that I did it this way is I wanted them to experience what it was like to work with me in these spaces, as this is what they will get from me in these spaces, either monthly in my group coaching program or in their chosen one-on-one package for the term of that package. Now, if you were to sell something, say, not as premium from a challenge, you would just not give as much during the challenge. So you'd scale it back a little bit, you know, like instead of doing so much live stuff, you might just drop your videos each day and do some prompts or something like that, right? Like you can definitely scale it back or scale it up as much as you need to. But I will give a word of caution with challenges. And this is, I'm definitely speaking from experience here. For a lot of us, because challenges go for a longer period, so days instead of an hour, we will try and fill that time with more content, more support and more noise. And the key to a challenge's success is people finishing it and taking up your offer. So if you bombard them with too much, then they can drop off. So we get you get what I call that drop off rate where, you know, most of the time people are really engaged on day one, but then they start to get less engaged the longer it goes. So it's important you choose the right length of your challenge, but it's also important that you don't, you don't give the kitchen sink away in the challenge, because if it feels like too much work in the freebie, then they'll feel that it might be too much work to work with you as well. And for a lot of us, one of the things we're really trying to do with this process is simplify it for our audience. So yes, it's important that the investment reflects the outcome, but it's also really important with challenges that, you know, make sure that you're really creating that balance of getting the right amount of value for the offer that you're presenting to them at the end. And don't feel that you need to, you know, compete for their attention every hour of the day over that challenge as well. Okay. Um, that's definitely something I've done in the past and it, it, it backfired on me and I've seen people do it over and over again. Um, it is definitely a balancing act with challenges, particularly for us women, because we love to serve. Now, when all is said and done, as I mentioned before, there is many ways you can present, create, and then on-sell something from an ebook, webinar, or challenge. These are very basic examples of format, and also the recommendations are based on the formats I mentioned in this episode. But they're also very foundational strategies that will help anyone just getting started or needing to get back to basics. Because while creativity is great, sometimes we don't need to recreate the wheel. These processes and strategies are there because they work. So why not use them? If you want to be creative and go rogue then and do things your way, then by all means, go and do that. I encourage it. I am here for it and I love seeing it. But remember, if it's an untested strategy, then you could be playing in waters that cannot give you any surety of the success. And for a lot of us, we just want to invest our time and energy into something that actually works. Lastly, if you're wanting to find your signature launch process for your course, membership or group program, I would love to support you. There is a couple of ways that I can do this with you, either through group mentoring or one-on-one. So if you liked what you heard in this episode, then head to the show notes page, which is over at all the W's, the socialhubau.com forward slash 111. 
and you will find the link to book a free 15-minute focus call where we can chat about your course and your goals for your course and find a launch process that will help you achieve those goals. Until next time, guys, have a fabulous week and I will see you really soon. If you liked what you heard in your ears today, then I would love to connect with you over on Instagram. You can find me at at Stacey Marie Coaching. Until then, stay classy.